Hello darlings, it is day 165 of Snippets of Encouragement and I was going to do a very different snippet. However, I've just returned from spending three days in the mountains with lots of snow and solitude and I was going to do an encouraging snippet about connecting with nature. But I've just replied to a comment from someone on Facebook and I know I need to share this with you today. This is very personal to me and you might be horrified about what you're about to hear. But the only thing I want to say to you today is do not be shamed into silence. While I was away, I read Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. In her book, she deals with shame and vulnerability and teaches how shame prevents us from living wholeheartedly with vulnerable courage. To be clear, I'm not sharing my story with you today because I want pity, but because I refuse to allow shame to dim my light. I refuse to be a victim of my story. I refuse to keep hidden what needs to be exposed in the light. This is a comment on a Facebook post I wrote regarding the Leaving Neverland documentary about Michael Jackson's alleged, oh, I hate that phrase, sexual abuse of young boys. There is now a conspiracy theory going around that Oprah Winfrey is huge friends with Harvey Weinstein and wants his story out of the media so is financing this documentary and is out to get Michael Jackson. The truth is I do not care about any of these people in an intimate sense as I don't know any of them. What I do care about is that you and I live in truth. That we are not shamed into silence about the things that have happened to us in our lives. That we heal ourselves and return to wholeness. That we live free. Having said that, this is why I'm sharing this part of my story with you today. If it will encourage one person to be courageous, seek help, receive healing, live whole, then it's accomplished what I intended to do. The first time I ever told another human being that I was raped repeatedly as a child was at 17. I then swore her to secrecy. The next time I spoke to someone about it, I was 27 when I went into therapy. It was like giving birth to 72 hedgehogs in full flight. I swore that I would never speak to my parents or family about it because it was something that happened to me and they had nothing to do with my abuse. This was the promise I kept to myself until 2002, when I suddenly awoke one day and realized I had to tell my mom and sister, and I couldn't continue living my life as I was. I had healed a huge amount in my life around this topic already, but my spirit let me know it was time to go deeper. I was 35 at the time. When I told my mom and sister, my mom wept. In fact, she wept all the tears out of herself. She then said that her sins had been passed on to me. For the first time in her life, she told my sister and I that one of her brothers had raped and molested her constantly as she grew up. My mom was 67 at the time. She wept because her pain and secrecy had not enabled her to see what was happening to me right under her nose. When I was about five, I was taken to the doctor for a terrible problem on my vulva. It was red, swollen, inflamed. 
The doctor told my mother I was allergic to tomatoes because I ate them by the handful from the fridge and he said the acidity had affected me. I had an STD and nobody saw. I never ate tomatoes again until 2001. When I was seven and a half in grade one, I had a bacterium that grew all over my mouth and into my nose. It looked like mold growing on cheese. Nobody knew what it was and the pain was excruciating. I had an STD. My family was not rich. My abuser was the maid's boyfriend, so nobody famous and yet the signs were obvious. As a child, I used to stick sharp objects inside of me, go to sleep wrapping the sheep so tight around my vagina that my mother couldn't undo them when she came to see that I'd wet the bed over and over and over again. I watched the Michael Jackson documentary. I watched the Surviving R. Kelly documentary. I watched the Abducted in Plain Sight documentary. I can watch any documentary under the sun around this topic. The facts remain the same. The emotional, spiritual, mental dynamics between the abuser and the abused are the same the world over. Who the fuck actually cares who paid for that documentary? None of that is important. What is important is that when someone is willing and able to speak the truth, that we need to offer them a compassionate place to do so. In my case, or in my mom's cases, would we be hung out to dry because we waited 35 and 67 years if a famous person were involved? Most likely, and that's the saddest thing. My character would be questioned, my life torn apart, I would be vilified everywhere just because people who do not know the perpetrator can't get it into their thick heads that somebody famous, beautiful, talent, rich has perpetrated heinous crimes against others. All you need to do is look at their behavior in the case of child abuse. It is textbook. I know you may not have had similar experiences, but perhaps you're holding on to secrets and shame that are slowly eating you from the inside. I encourage you today to seek help. Work on healing yourself and returning to wholeness because you are worthy of everything wondrous this life has to offer you. Be blessed. You've been listening to Snippets of Encouragement with Angie Barnard. If you've enjoyed this snippet, share it with a friend. But more importantly, now that you've received, get out there and encourage somebody else. Have a wonderful day.